Greetings everyone. This is Mohammad Mubeen and this is Masood Ahmed and you are live on our podcast today and today we have a new guest with us and the name of our guest is Mr. Kabir. He is one of my one of my old friends and actually we are like pen pals. Yeah. Yeah, so if I give a bit of like introduction of Kabir, he is a person who is like living in Pakistan in our Pindi. currently pursuing elevels and he has some dreams to pursue education education abroad so and apart from that he is a musician as well and he is a teacher as well he teaches physics and maths and he is a pianist yeah. he he but actually is good yeah in terms of and, his uh, music yeah. skills if you want soundtracks from him get it from him yeah and he if won't you want... be, he won't be charging you <laughs> So, uh, so <laughs> thanks man thanks yeah. so like currently uh, in this podcast we like uh, it's more more or less on uh, like how to study abroad or why to study abroad so we will be like answering answering or talking about certain questions of which are in like in mind of in the mind of in the mind of youngsters who want to go abroad after a levels or fsc and we will try to answer to those answer these questions to best of our knowledge so yeah yeah kabi Can you like briefly introduce yourselves for our listeners? Okay, so hello everybody. My name is Kabir Ahmed. As Masood told you, I am a musician. I currently work at the city school uh, as a music teacher. I am pursuing A levels in uh, computer sciences, same as these guys. And other than that, I was really I did yeah, what science in A levels. Like I didn't do computer science in A levels. <laughs> yeah, but we're doing computer no, science. No, but like you are pursuing it in university, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, so same. But I'm a bit on the lower level. You are. You guys on the high level. But we are. <laughs> we are computer, computer science geeks, computer science buddies. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> should be doing. So well. yeah, as Masood said, we are pen pals, and that's a big thing to say in 2022. we met in a random whatsapp group we were solving a math problem and just things went ahead and we became friends and we friends for what like 2 years now 2 3 years i uh, yeah 2 3 years probably uh, yeah really great wow so yeah it's quite relatable in these these sort of circumstances that you make pan pals pages because we are all online well the fun thing is that must like me like i i Usually make pen pals like you know about and the guy in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just make pen pals. Yeah, he's really good at making pen pals. Probably <laughs> he got he got a lot of them. Literally, uh, I guess that's why I became a pen pal with him. Yeah, most probably that's why. So it's very much common in these circumstances, just because people are sitting online and they're studying online. They don't have their teachers to help them out, so they probably that's why me making pen pals is one of the best thing. <laughs> Well, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's get back to our topic. So, Kabir, uh, like you are studying A levels right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your future plan? Like, what do you want to pursue? Which universities are you applying to? Uh, what's your achieve? What's your goal? What's your aim? So basically, I had a vision in mind that I wanted to go and study abroad, right? because i've heard many good things about it i want to sort of get out of pakistan just to get away from the kitchen circle you know uh stand up on one on my own two feet because when you're with your family you have multiple responsibilities and you have many things that you know you take for granted like uh maybe your brother helping you out with uh, some legal work Uh, no disclosure <laughs> but uh, like your 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 uncle maybe helping you out with some uh with some job or whatever so 
if you don't have that then you're on your own yeah. and you know you you thrive so we call so, it safarish uh, yeah after, that's a that's yeah. a word there's a word for safarish <laughs> for this then exactly that's really true <laughs> because pakistan pakistan yeah. people just literally like being pampered and and do get pampered a lot and it's really good to be think to think that you want to get like dependent on yourself and do their stuff and that's that's yeah okay. yeah so yeah it, the thing well, is that uh, it's sort of in a culture that people even after marriage they live uh, with their parents and it's not you know bad but uh, everything has its ups and downs so by by living with your parents and you know with your whole family you have certain things that you can't do on your own hmm. and while living alone there are there are certain things like you can't rely on many people you don't have many people in your circle yeah so positives and negatives for everything but for now for the people of pakistan yeah that is a negative that you can't really stand up on your own two feet and that's what i really want to do certainly certainly because um people in pakistan usually are don't even think about being financially independent and 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 like foreign countries you have to be financially independent because you need to cater down all your expenses you can you need to look after everything you have to cook for yourself you don't have your mommy or your any anyone from your home or anyone to cook for you actually and then you have to do all your laundries on your own so that that's a very good experience in fact being in being abroad so you learn a lot of stuff you start start becoming dependent on yourself and that's the main essence of life as well you try to rely on yourself rather than relying on others and this is one of the major aspect that like study abroad teaches us to be honest yeah so what yeah. do you have to apply so far what countries are you uh, so you have applied to a couple of us universities some canadians i was thinking about uh, australian Turkey as well. Turkey is sort of an outsider over here because it's way less expensive and the university rankings are even less than Pakistan. But why it's viable is that I get to go abroad. It's less expensive and I get to you know um, get I get to go with all the independent stuff as well. So that's why that's a viable option. Other than that, of course, if you can cover the expenses, you can go to Australia, US, and Canada, provided you have a good scholarship. Yeah exactly that's true I'm like going to US and UK Canada and Australia I think it's quite really difficult to get get into just because on the basis of like expensive expenses just because um the expenses are usually high to be honest I think like they don't usually yeah. give a lot of scholarships so that's one thing but um and I think that's the main reason why we why I particularly chose Hong Kong <laughs> in particular for higher studies because they actually gave scholarship they had a good criteria for for giving scholarship and that's the thing yeah and so you you're like aiming at usa and like canada right yeah my main aim is over there so one curious question that i want to ask you is that why not pakistan why these countries like it's, well um, like it's just because of like that... like there are two things like i know you talked it you talked about it before but i want to clarify yeah. my listeners is that is it just for exposure it's just because the comp- the country isn't doing economically well or is it because like there are no jobs in pakistan is it because everybody goes out it, it seems cool or is it about your interest of exposure uh, is, it, is it because of social stigma like, or something yeah 
Uh, yeah, not that much about social stigma, but uh, I do know that U.S. has a very good uh, economic, you know, uh, it's very good economically as in if you don't earn that well in, uh, in a month or in a week, the U.S. government actually pays you. Like they have a certain benchmark. And if you don't uh, earn that much for whatever reason, they will actually pay you. And uh, after each degree, they have an average uh, pay rate. Like after uh, an associate's degree, they tell you that if you're a support in biotech, then you'll have around about this much of a, of a pay in any company. So everything is, you know, uh, governed well, oh, I uh, believe. So and I think it's a good opportunity. Oh, that's so. I mean, like you're more financially secure in US than rather than being in Pakistan. The thing is that because of the economy and stuff. So you're just more more targeting a, a stable economy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, exactly. Because at the end, we're all just trying to be financially independent, right? Yeah. So exactly. that's that's like that, the best way to do no it. There's no harm of thinking like this because it's usually like this because we are trying to like, uh, like try trying to reach higher peaks and in, in every stage of our life, and that's how we think that we can get into that thing. Yeah, I see. So uh, yeah. you. So like, did you apply anywhere in the USA? Yeah, I did. I don't remember the names of the universities, but uh, yeah, I applied to a couple of them. So As in, uh, not applied, sorry, excuse me. I emailed them because, you know, I'm as a Pakistani, I'm mostly are, a big chunk of people are uh, middle class and they can't afford US dollars uh, in tuition fees. So I asked them for their um, criteria for 100% scholarship. So, so like a that. few replies right now, mm -hmm. and uh, many uh i guess two of them said that they needed at least four a's and one of them told me that they need uh two a's and one b i see so yeah. the my question here is that are there like community colleges are they actually a good ranked universities or what yeah, that's actually my question to you guys. What do you think? Because I talked to a friend of mine who is in the U.S. Actually, he's in New York. And uh, he said that a way to go about your college degree is that if you can't earn that well right now, just do an associate's degree. That's a two-year college. And uh, when you're done with the associate's degree, that will basically teach you more about your field. And while you're uh, after those two years, you'll be uh, you'll not be at, at that intermediate level, right? Not that A level. You'll be uh, on on a on an associate's degree, and you will earn even more. And then you can actually afford your own bachelor's degree. So, oh, what that, do you guys think? Is that um, a good uh, option to go? I um, just have one uh, like kind of like objection on over over this. Like associate degrees are what I have actually heard is actually usually really expensive. So like, is it possible for a normal middle income Pakistani person to actually go for yeah, that? Yeah, I, I worked it all out. Oh, I worked it all out. It was five thousand uh, for one specific college. It was five thousand per year, five thousand US dollars, and uh, on a minimum wage, you can earn right about 2000 2200 per month expenses after cutting expenses you save a uh, thousand bucks each month and you can uh, maybe like 700 800 bucks and uh, then you can you know pay off your own associate's degree fee i see because he's living there for the past three years so it's not like i'm uh, contacting some unreliable source 
and he is a he is a like a batch mate from my 6th grade so yeah that's probably that that is possible but what do you guys think is it a good option what should i do it like there are certain questions in the mind like okay you did associate degree then you go for the actual degree the the four year degree so wouldn't that degree take long to complete yeah yeah uh, yeah it takes 6 years yeah, six years yeah. then then after the degree you might be like uh, wishing to do master as well like two more years yeah. eight years and by the time by the time yeah. you graduate and like go like go fully into your job you would be like 28 30 so yeah. is it like a good timeline yeah. yeah. is it even a viable age to get apart, into industry apart from that like uh, once you go to a different country there's like cultural shocks there are like price range differences there's disparity there is racism in some countries as well mm. the issue is that uh, if you if you bank like go to a country you can't have a job in like first two months yeah, you like, need to first culturally adjust because so, like you're you're adjusting mm. your first two months so you can't i guarantee that you will get the job in your first month or or on your first day so how would you survive those first two months and like after like yeah. and, if you're able to survive then i would say it's and if you able to survive and if you are ready to like give or give away two two years of your life as well to associate degree then is it worth it i think it's worth then, then if you're able to sacrifice those things and you think that those things don't affect your life or like lifestyle that much then i would i would surely say go for it then because yeah. without risk you won't get like reward Yeah, but you need to, you need to consider it. like mm. you can be from your family for a long time, yeah, at least yeah. four years, at least five years, and you you won't be like uh, for the first two months you you will you will be totally relying on your parents for money because obviously in, in the first two like sorry first I I think I said two years but like first two months, so uh, so because you're adjusting the environment, so if you can manage those things, then I think you you should go for it. but but apart from usa i would recommend like broaden your horizon look uh, look into different areas of the world like wow. europe hong kong where we are right now singapore uh, i would say turkey yeah malaysia yeah and like you talked about australia as well yeah, we can talk but, but for australia what i yeah, yeah. Uh, you need a, you need a counselor to like get a get an admission in a university within australia and it's hard to get a scholarship there really yeah i actually have uh, uh, consulted a lot of like people from uh, like a lot of like representative from australian university and they were like even though they like publicized it openly because when i was actually applying for like australian university and stuff they even the publicized it that they will be giving 100% scholarship to the uh, on merit but the thing is when I actually met the representatives they so they were like this this is just for the marketing purpose and it's 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 hardly that we would give 50% scholarship to anyone it was actually melbourne university to be honest so the, the representative said that yeah actually she said that as she was she came into an educational fair and she was like okay even if you get like five a stars or something it's really it you might 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 it's like just like 20% chance of of you getting 50% scholarship not even 100% oh, so it's like that let me pick up let me pick up my job from the ground 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did she say that? Yeah. What sort of representative is she? Man? Yeah, she was not representing it, but like she was like, <laughs> we don't give scholarships like that. Second, so, you need so, to apply through a consular, right. and you have to pay hefty fees to. Yeah, consular. you have to pay yeah. the consular. But the thing or, is, if you are yeah. applying from a school with a reputed school, they might have counselors, so they would apply on your behalf. They can, but because yeah, I was, but I'm a private student, man. Oh yeah, you are private. That's the thing. So like, like yeah, but like if anyone who wants to apply and if he's in a private school or something, he might have counselors and you can he can use them to actually apply to for yeah. Australia. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let me come to this. What what was your journey coming into HKU? I believe. Yeah. So yeah, moving the still. Your journey because oh. you're just telling your journey to everyone right now. <laughs> yeah, just now. Okay, I'm <laughs> telling to everyone. Wow. Well, okay. Let me go. Let me start from my A levels thing. Uh, uh, my for like first, like I, I never like thought of going abroad. Like my main intention was basically going to United States or UK, just like you said, like just that similar to your plans, but like. I had some very high ambitions. I just wanted to get into an Ivy League university to be to get into very top university. Like my my like main list was 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 some so were 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 the universities that were like below fifty below or below fifty ranking. So I was just looking at the ranking and I was applying to those universities. My main aim was to get into United States and um not UK UK in particular because UK was not giving scholarships again. But I was like, yeah, I can get into United States. If I can get into an Ivy League university, I might get a good scholarship because I, I might get a financial aid to typically, a typical financial aid because they don't give um uh, scholarships. So they just give financial aid. And I was eligible for financial aid because literally every Pakistani is eligible for a financial aid. You We don't earn that much as compared to the US guys. So like, even though the poorest of them is like the richest of us. So the thing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Throwing shade on Pakistani. Yeah, <laughs> that's people. the thing. So we, I, I was like, okay, I, I will get that financial aid. But the thing is, I gave my SATs, I gave my first attempt, I just gave one attempt of SAT because SAT costs a lot, right? It's, it's costing a lot to you. I don't want it to burden my parents uh just because of my random tests tests um uh then i actually got uh, i actually gave my sets before december like in october november like october november something like that most probably yeah um uh before october november actually probably um and i was able to get uh get like 15 20 in my set one pro uh because I scored a perfect score in, in mathematics and was able to get like 720 in English, which was, I was I wanted sort of, um, like it was good and it was really good enough. Like sats were really good. I was like pretty confident. Yeah, I might get into some good Ivy League university. And even I had some uh, good volunteer work under my belt and a lot of different curricular activities as well. But um, the thing is, sadly, I didn't got rejected. I got literally got rejected by the Ivy League University. My the the scholarships I actually received were were from were from like community colleges and the colleges that I don't like. I was thinking very low of them, even though I should have taken some of like I could have taken one of those like um college uh, like uh, accepted one of those colleges, but because 
the, I didn't accept it. One of the colleges because they were like, uh, like above fifty ranking. So I was like, no, I'm not going to for go for them. Um, and uh, the scholarship was not that high, like fifty percent or something. And the then the and then the colleges that were giving like hundred percent scholarships were like community colleges and the, those stuff of colleges that I thought that they're not really reputed and they don't even have good ranking. So I just rejected all of them. Um. Because they were said these are community colleges are usually in some urban areas or something. I I had no intention of going. In. I was like thinking of very thinking very huge. So now then I also like uh, applied to Canada. Um, I was Canada usually don't give scholarship. My main aim was to get scholarship. Was to uh, my main aim was to fund my studies on through scholarship. Um, and Canada usually don't give scholarship. There are just two scholarships. One is president, uh, presidential scholarship that's given by Tor Toronto, University of Toronto. And one is given by UBC, which is based on financial need. And you need to write, write a lot of, you, have, you literally have to like fill a lot of paperwork and you have to give a lot of bank details and a lot of shit that, that like comes out of you. You literally have to just post it to them. So I applied for both of them. In presidential scholarship, your 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 entire school will select just two kids to represent. No, just no, sorry, it's, they will just uh select just one kid to represent their school uh for presidential scholarship. And somehow I got selected by my school uh for that presidential scholarship applica application. And my counselor actually recommended my name and then she gave my name for that thing. But I wasn't, even though I gave a lot of interviews and stuff, but I wasn't able to get into that presidential scholarship. It was really tough to get, get that scholarship. And then the British Columbian scholarship also, I didn't got any scholarship, but I got like offers from both, both of these universities, like Toronto and UBC, but obviously they were like costing too much. I, uh, it's difficult to afford them so I just rejected them so at the end of the day literally at the end of the day I got I got good offers that I actually started considering I got good offers from HKU NTU and and I think Coach. yeah Koch University yeah that 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 university was also giving me a hundred percent scholarship like in Turkey but I, and when I actually compared all, like NT was giving me like around like 50, 60%, like 50, 68, 70% like scholarship. Uh, I could have earned my, earned money and then financed the 30% and my living cost in, in, in Singapore probably. But I thought like it would be a lot tougher for me and especially there would be some money coming out from my parents. I literally didn't want it to burden them up. So just skip that thing as well. Even though NTU was ranked way above uh, HQU, but I rejected that. And then, so I thought that HQ is the most viable option and that's why I chose HQU. I think that's a lot from me. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot, man. We were just like silent listening to the oh, senpai. Mubi uh, <laughs> just got into his... Like, yeah, he <laughs> got into the zone, man. Yeah, yeah, I actually went into all those scenarios. Uh, the entire scenario actually flashed into my mind. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> I was living that thing <laughs> while, while actually narrating it. So what about you, Masood? I think you weren't considering like abroad, abroad um, studies probably. Yeah, like for me, it's a different scenario that like uh, I never like 
thought about or dreamt about going abroad, doing, uh, doing my bachelor's abroad. Uh, I was of a thought of a, like of a thought that let's go abroad in masters because it's it's easy to get scholarships in masters. So that was my train of thought, and I just applied abroad because I was free because we were the <laughs> we were the we were we were those we were among those lucky people who got a level result. We thought mm. them was so it's you. So I hate you for that. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, in the yeah, year twenty twenty, but but, but fully board. I I actually gave my maths paper. I gave my advanced standing paper. I I took advanced standing or something like that. Like I gave all my five papers in one year for math. So I got my maths degree done in first year. So that's the thing. So I actually gave my maths paper at least for the entire for the entire. Oh, so for me, I didn't give paper. Every grade was ex like expected grade. So luckily I got Lord. that grades and and like the main point is that I had I had a couple of months free. So as my as those months were free, I just like uh, applied abroad just for fun. So that's and luckily I got an offer and I told my parents and they were like, "You have an opportunity. Then why is sit here? Go abroad and." do something like learn something new have a have an exposure and make use of this scholarship so that's my story it's, it's a bit shorter than mubeen's <laughs> yeah, quite shorter not a bit <laughs> but, but yeah in terms of applications i applied to turkey uh, especially bilkent i applied to singapore uh, nus national university of, university of singapore i applied to hong kong obviously Otherwise, I won't be here. <laughs> I, nice joke, man. Yeah, I applied to USA. I thought of, I thought about applying to UK as well, and I applied to Germany as well. Hmm. So I got an offer from Germany as well. Uh, that's quite unique. But uh, those who are listening to me right now and who are planning to like apply to USA or UK, I would like recommend. I would just like. Tell them or advise them to like use Common App for USA applications, yeah, exactly, and UCAS for UK applications. Yeah, I was thinking we haven't yet mentioned what apply what what platform do we use to actually yeah apply. So, so do we, uh, like, did, uh, did you thought about any platforms to apply through? No, I actually didn't. I just uh, got out the emails from the websites. Like I googled a list of. Uh, universities in my specific areas like I wanted to go to New York, maybe Texas, and uh, you know California and Florida for US specifically. And you know for every uh, other country, I looked them up. I got a hold of their website, their email, and then just emailed every one of them about their eligibility criteria. I see. So how how about the uh, Turkey? Yeah. So Turkey, as I said, was a viable option because it's not that expensive. The living cost is low. I get to go abroad, sort of a win-win. But yeah, the the university ranking is quite low in Pakistan. Yeah, that's the point. Like uh, what I would say, if the university ranking abroad is not that good, then it's no use going abroad because you're you're like not valuing your education. This is my stance on this topic. Yeah. So, so guys, uh, what? 
what how was your social life when you came to hong kong well my year one was a bit harsh i would say uh, it was like for me it was hard to like like blend into the culture here there was a like I, there was a huge culture shock for me uh, there was a homesickness there was a huge jump in studies like the level of study that we did back in pakistan and here was too much the gap that we had and like my so in my year one semester one it was more of more of a it was more of a juggling between things and things and like academics and my like uh, i would say more of a say just like survive in this jungle of <laughs> in this jungle <laughs> it's not a jungle you can say it's a jungle of buildings not a equal jungle but <laughs> so it, it was like this went into survival then but like i so started to socialize after my semester one and in terms of socialize socialization it's like uh, i met people i met people from a lot of countries i learned about the cultures and perspectives and it's good to like know what what they think what they think think about us and and what they actually are and what how different our perspectives are from their perspectives So what about yeah, you? My my particular culture shock was basically these guys live in very small area. These are these guys literally have really small space because they don't even have space. Like, and by back in Pakistan, we used to have like big homes, right? So and even our apartments were like way bigger than them. So in here, one of the biggest shock was like these guys have very small homes. Ah, uh, so I went like literally when I actually get went into my like my my quarantine hotel. I was like, okay, wow, how how can they choose this room for for two people? How can this be a double occupancy room? Because I was living alone and I was like, I was like, it's enough for me to fit in. It's not even enough for me to fit in. So <laughs> that was one of the cultural shock I think. So I got then, and the other thing was like it was it's actually really difficult to get halal food. You can't just go randomly to mcdonald's and eat anything you want even <laughs> though we had mcdonald's just now but we uh can't in fact it's quite debatable that uh, we might even get cross contamination but we still ate it so bad but uh, anyways <laughs> we we ate we ate like fish or fillet and stuff so it's quite quite difficult to get halal food here as well that's another thing but So like, but like for the social interaction and stuff, I think I was able to communicate to a lot of people. I was able to meet meet a lot of people because probably I like talking and I like to know people. And I was able to I finally meet Masood because I like talked to Masood like for one year straight on. Again, pen pals. Yeah, again <laughs> we were pen pals, but we. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to talk to Masood literally for one year or something. but i was finally able to meet masood as well and then and then all my like all my friends that were from malaysia and then a lot of different new pakistani and indian guys and and i i'm really go- happy to be in hong kong just because i have the main aim for for a person to get into university is not just to get knowledge it's it's just it's it's basically basically about making contacts and making network Yeah. Uh, so the thing is, you it's not it doesn't like your your university life doesn't depends on your GP or something. It depends on your your curricular activities and your your networking capabilities that you were able to do. 
So if you're able to make good networks among people, if you're able to communicate and you can present your ideas well, that's the main junk and that's the main essence of studying abroad. Um, and that that was the thing I was able to achieve. Yeah. So, so Kabi, what, what are you expecting from like going abroad? Like from my experience, like, like do, you, do you still want to go abroad? <laughs> well, uh, I guess I do, but yeah, it seems a bit difficult. Like you have to cook your own food, you have to do your own laundry, you have to, you know, pay your own rent. All of that is on your head. Mm. And then the cultural shock, like, uh, of course, I'm I'm not really accustomed to uh, Hong Kong's dressing or US's, USA's dressing. And that'll be something for me as uh, well. Sort of similar. Right? It's not nothing big. It's I think similar. Hong Kong's and US dressing is similar. Not even similar. They do. Uh, no, they, I mean, they, in they do the dress Pakistan. modestly at least. <laughs> it's what? more like the what? Pakistani burger Islamabad stuff thing. <laughs> they, they go sleeveless. That's it. So still, not not that bad. It's a, they're still modest with their dressing. Hopefully, because they're in not in a Western society, obviously, right? Yeah. Well, okay, the dressing is fine, but if like, uh, like I'll give you an example. Like, uh, you're doing MBBS, right? And you go into the surgery room. They are cutting people. They are cutting, you know, decapitated legs. You'll obviously uh, try. You'll obviously vomit, right? So yeah. if you go, if you suppose you go to China and you haven't even touched a cockroach in your life with your hands, and you see people there eating them, shit, wouldn't wouldn't you like hurl? Thank God, I'm not. Yeah, thank shot. God I've not oh. seen anything like this yet. <laughs> but they do eat weird stuff. I have. Yeah, you know it's normal for them. Like uh, maybe in Hong Kong they won't have. Uh, if, if you give them Pakistani food, if you give them biryani, maybe they'll they'll have a bad stomach for like a week. Like to be honest, like, we have friends here, so they they love biryani, but they oh. can't handle spices. <laughs> yeah, they somehow yeah, so can't handle that thing. Nah, they don't. They don't. They aren't accustomed to the spices. Yeah. So we're not accustomed to, I'm not accustomed to US cultures or the Hong Kong cultures, Turkey cultures, Malaysian uh, cultures. So I guess that'll be a big just, uh, thing to cover. Yeah. The thing, it's not just about all blending in, like literally blending in entirely yourself, but it's just experience, experiencing those cultures. The thing is about that. Yeah. So, so uh, Kabi, any other questions that you want us to like answer? Yeah. So, do you think that it's different for uh, do you think, do you think that going abroad is different for people who are already dependent on their parents or someone who is actually supporting their own family? Like I am supporting my own family right now. Uh, my father is retired. I I work for my family and my brother works as well. Right now, I'm uh, working and I'm studying. But you guys, uh, you weren't working in Pakistan, I believe. Or even if you do, we were doing volunteer work that wasn't like a nine to five job. So, do you think it would be different for someone who's coming from a working background? If you're coming from working background, I believe it would be way, no. way much easier for you. Mom, to... I would say like you are working right now and you are studying right now it's, as well. It's, so it's, you know about you know think, about the balance between work uh, yeah, and studying. I study think at this thing. level, working and studying is like quite remarkable in itself because yeah. you're actually doing it. And the thing is, we actually learned all of this after coming back to to a foreign country where we didn't have the privilege to get pampered by our parents. But you, even though have that thing, but you are choosing that thing. So, like, I believe it would be way, way, way easier for you. Yeah, it would be easier adjust. for you compared to, like, us. Yeah. But again, there are new challenges then. 
Like yeah. I don't know how do, how do you take homesickness, but for me, homesickness yeah. was one of the biggest challenge. You should have seen his photos <laughs> way before because he actually lost a lot of calories here previously. Somehow, so not, you, you not... wouldn't even recognize Masood in his previous photos. Like just one year back, you won't even recognize him. I, like, you'll, well, yeah, you'll feel pity of him just because you look at him. <laughs> I mean, like, just give this guy food. So, <laughs> so, like, yeah, I think it would be easier for you given your case. Yeah, so I, I have one question, Kabir. Since you actually applied already to different universities. He hasn't um, applied. Yeah, he hasn't. But to research or yeah, yeah, I don't But, like, have you... um. And uh, like um, uh, like okay, of uh, like which platforms are you actually using? Like, are are you using like since you were thinking about like US? There is one platform called as Common App, which you can make your account for free. Are you actually using that thing? Yeah, no, you just mentioned it, so uh, that's a good take from you from this podcast. Common App in UCAS, right? For UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. UCAS is for UK, and I think UK is a big. Yeah. Is that a problem? It is no. on. No, it's not. I guess we can wait for two minutes. It's I don't know. Yeah, let's let's yeah. have silence. Yeah. Well. We haven't heard Hazan for quite long. Yeah, so Kabi. Yeah. We can get so try we were talking about common app yeah. before that thing, right? So yeah, you yeah. try common app. And yeah, I guess I will. Try to get free waivers as much as you can because they help a lot in reducing the mm-hmm. Oh the thing I forgot to mention was that uh while or uh, while applying for you know everything. I actually got an offer to a person I worked with and she was uh, a graduate from IBA, IBA Karachi. And I guess that's a pretty high-ranked university for Pakistan. Masood, you got uh, an acceptance from there as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, she said that, uh, you know, I can sort of get you in and get you a scholarship. I don't know how. Like she knows the board of directors or something. 
and she said uh, like uh, i worked i worked for her and she uh, was like uh, that you work well and i understand that you're working and you want to study as well so what i can give to you is that you, you can come to ibf to come, come to karachi and i'll give you a scholarship so i basically have a scholarship waiting for me and the others are just like um on on a hold right now so what do you think should i uh, go abroad or should i go to karachi and you know uh, go, go go into ib first thing first nothing waits for you you need to confirm it you need to have it on paper okay yeah okay uh, it's a real word it's not a fantasy like, i i don't know whether like whether i'm being too harsh or not but <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, i like until unless anything is on paper you can't say it's confirmed mm-hmm. this is my experience from the things that i've done yeah probably then, right apart from that ib is a good university and and i and, and one more thing why i'm why, why i'm saying it's it's not confirmed first like currently what i'm hearing like from like that ib is trying to increase its fee so it will mm-hmm. become as expensive as lumps after some time so the issue is if it, it is ex- as expensive as lumps then can a middle class person afford it so that's why i'm saying confirm the scholarship confirm the things okay and yeah. now let's go to the second point of uh, second point of the second part of the of the question i question i would say is that yeah uh, if ibs confirm take the offer keep it with you exactly. and until unless you, you you get a confirmed offer and a scholarship from abroad don't leave that offer yeah just keep trying abroad but ib is a very good option as well because you say the in urdu we say apni thali mein cheez hai wo chhod ke dusri thali mein ka muh maroge to wo bhi nahi milegi jo apne paas thi wow bilkul so that's what i'm saying that secure what you already have then look for other things first secure what you have yeah that's true ah uh, yeah exactly that's really true because if you are getting ib ib is a very highly reputed university as well so if you get get into ib you also have good chances going abroad literally in future doing for your masters and stuff so people even do consider going to abroad for for masters just because there are literally a lot of scholarship for masters level than phd levels so yeah anything like if you if you're not able to go abroad don't like lose your heart that's what i would say like uh, study bachelor's of pakistan get a good gpa then apply for masters because there are a lot of like scholarships of, like at the masters level especially like uh, pakistan can also support you in terms of scholarship through hec scholarships higher education council so and, and like even like uh, which one was that uh, fisher bright what yeah which one um the fulbright scholarship, fulbright scholarship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Fulbright scholarship is also one one scholarship way in which you can oh, actually get a good uh scholarship, and uh, and it will actually fund your not just your study, uh, but it will also um fund your like living and expenditure and all the stuff. So that's another very really good university. There there's Chevening scholarship as well. There's Bill Bill Gates scholarship, and stuff. Uh, and and all of this like that so you can actually go uh to masters having a lot of different scholarship yeah so that's why i'm saying like don't lose hope if you, even if you don't go 
So you can go to go for a master's as well, right? Yeah. Like okay, so the points. I I would yeah. say future is always there. It, it, the opportunities are are always there. You just need to grasp them. So you, mm -hmm. I think you have to see them. Some people can't see the opportunities. Yeah, that's true. Um, even even in Pakistan, there are literally a lot of opportunities. You can like yeah. just, just just look at my example where I live. There's like there's like no counselors. There's no exposure of going abroad. You know where I live, right? So yeah, yeah. I still I'm in Hong Kong. Yeah, so it's like well, just, so you can't compare yourself to other students, right? You are like four four A star students. Right. Right now, got a million million HKU dollars grant. So you're you're like an all star man. Come on. No, the, the issue isn't about scholarship or the stars. The issue is about did I know like uh, HQ existed at the time? Did I know? Did I wanted to go abroad? I, I had no exposure. Yeah. I, I didn't even know before applying that I could there's a scholarship at four stars. Yeah, even so I, it's about like you you have opportunities, but you can't see sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you can see out of nowhere. Yeah, it's all about availing the opportunities. Even I believe it's very good to come to an, even Hong Kong as well because they have a certain criteria that you actually need to follow, and you will be able to get it to Hong Kong very easily. So I believe Hong Kong is one of a good viable option as well. You should consider even yeah. part of our view listeners can consider this thing. Uh, Kabir, I would recommend you like uh, apply to CTU, PolyU, and HKU and HKUC. These four universities within Hong Kong. Yeah, so, uh, you yeah. you surely be able to get in yeah. PolyU or CTU. Yeah, because in for three A stars, it's, it's probably sure that you would be able to with get a good into, scholarship. Yeah, you would be able to get into a hundred percent with a hundred percent scholarship, and the rest of the stuff you can earn on your on yourself. If you are already earning, you know that the you know the technique and you know the crooks of earning money so that's that's the thing so you'll be able to earn a lot of money there are a lot of good opportunities in hong kong to earn so you would be very much good in in that thing so are you guys working right now um yeah we both yeah, are working right we now. Are both work right now um we work as, as some yeah, do, we are software do. developers like yeah. he's a sales application developer and i'm a sauce application and i'm like a, a full stack developer yep so it's more like this so we actually do small summer job, and even if we just count in just our summer job, it's 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 sufficient for us to pay our our living expenses. Yeah, yeah, the money that we earn during our summers is more than enough yeah. to like support us for a whole year. For for a whole year, that's the thing. You can earn a a, a good amount of money here. Again, don't be just don't be greedy, otherwise. You <laughs> <laughs> no, no. provided that you have a hundred percent scholarship, right? But if you don't have that, then you're in a bit of a Obviously, yeah. that, that's why I'm saying you should try CDU and PolyU as well. Yeah, but I still believe people with coming with fifty percent scholarship can also earn enough to finance that. They they would be like earn like spending some amount. Just that would be much uh, like equal. It would be like equal to funding your studies in back in Pakistan. But you can certainly. I would say when there's a need, there's a way. Yeah, when there's a need, there's a way. <laughs> you come into a survival mode and you start doing things that are out of the box. So that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can relate to that as well. Yeah, yeah. So any of the questions? I think uh, no, I guess that's it well. for me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably a lot. Like, hopefully, we might be able to answer a lot of different. Yeah, questions. yeah, helped a lot, man. 
Yeah, I hope like even our listeners who might be thinking of coming abroad might have gotten some good motivation and experience out of us. And we might be able to help people out. Yeah, and if anyone who's listening right now and have some questions yeah, I, about yeah. like studying abroad or any of the career-related questions, do yeah, that's exactly the main, up. main reason and... why I actually created this podcast. We actually want to help out people. The thing we went through, we just need to like hopefully, hopefully and and it keep it like keep in like keep in touch with us and. Do do look look at our updates because we might be listening some other podcasts as well. Like on on one pod, one podcast might be on freelancing, another podcast might even be on like career. Why to choose CS? Why to choose medicine? So we we would be do, covering do, 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 a lot of us topics as well. So that do give us a shout out. Do give us a support. Yeah. So any any last advice advices from um okay uh, my basic last advice would be to. Focus on your on your passion. Be yourself. Um, like it's not necessary that you come abroad for you. It's not necessary that you come abroad and then you become successful. You can be successful where whenever and wherever you are. You just have to be work hard. The thing and the essence is just work hard. Be yourself and try to do things that you love to do. And um obviously work hard uh, give your best and show it uh, and try to show and make up a, try to make up a mark to the in this world yeah same similar advice for me as well just keep growing keep exploring and be your best okay yeah. so this is uh, so this is Mohammed Mubin signing out and this is Masood Ahmed signing out so I hope you all li- like their podcast G- do give us a shout out do give us support and share share our podcast so this is all from us see you later in in some another podcast see you guys bye